You never know how to start. I never know how to start. It's these like the things. beginning of an orgy where it's like, yes. it's a little bit awkward, right. but also we're excited. And at least on the TV shows, mm-hmm. in the beginning of orgies, there's like snacks. Right. We don't like I mean, we've food got alcohol, and, you know, right. performance yes. enhancers. And yes. <laughs> yes. Performance enhancing uh, drugs. Uh huh. Um, but at least they have snacks. But that's kind of weird, don't you yeah, think? How do, we get, how do we get warmed up? How do we get horny for the podcast? If you're at a... <sighs> friendship. Honestly, friendship. just chit-chatting. I'm horny for friendship. I'm yeah. horny for friendship. Uh, if you're at an orgy uh-huh. and you eat... I guess you know what? Fondue would be great because you never touch the food, right? But that's dairy, dude. Dude. <laughs> that's imagine, a little risky. Imagine like the gut bloat after right. a fondue party. After a fondue orgy. I'm not getting naked. mm also, spillage. It's a hot liquid. Mm. There's a lot of risk involved. Are you Is that at a good all thing? interested? <laughs> are you at all interested in combining food and sex? Um, that's like a good question. Chocolate sauce or like a whipped cream nip? I think a whipped cream nip. I mean, for who, sure. first of all, <laughs> who doesn't like cream? a whipped cream nip? <laughs> I'll lick whipped cream off almost anything. <laughs> right. I've licked whipped cream off of worse things than a nip. It's God's <laughs> gift. Um, right. So, yeah, I'll take a whipped cream nip. It's got to be above the belt, personally. Personally? That's a you thing. Well, it's called infections. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, the lower you go, the less sanitary it becomes. Not the <clears> issue <throat> of eating it, but the issue of like... Like things just lingering. Like you could get ill. The post whipped cream regret. <laughs> yeah. Like that could go up a wrong tube, right? Right. For sure. Probably. I don't know. They make like, you know, safe edible products. You know yeah. what? We're here to educate you guys. If you're going to use edible products, make sure they're like safe for your um, underroot area. Right. Have you heard of the fruit roll up thing? Ew. <laughs> I'm already grossed out. I've seen it on TikTok. I mean, can of you course. can you infer? I want you to make a guess, I, I guess on what the fruit roll-up thing is based on that information. Well, if if it has anything to do with the way that I eat fruit roll-ups, <laughs> where you take the whole thing and you wad no, it up in a ball, chaos, and then you <laughs> stick it up something, maybe that's what I'm considering. <laughs> the other idea is that you unroll it and put it on a body, mm-hmm. and then you like nibble it off? The idea is... <laughs> I'm assuming... Do you get the tattoos while you do it? Do you know the tattoos that come on it? Just a little Shrek on my dick. Hey. Hey. Who's to, t- who's to say there's not already a Shrek tattooed on my dick? Not me. Not you. Mm-mm. You'll never know. Wouldn't, um, wouldn't the Kate, audience like to know? Caitlin, jot that down. Yeah. <laughs> Our newest tattoo artist yeah. coming to the to the scene. <laughs> it's um, But yeah, so the, the, the fruit roll-up thing is... I'm pretty sure you just wrap the old. Oh, uh-huh. you, it's a wrap. It's like a like a piece of melon with prosciutto around it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I would already say that men have half the amount of nerve endings as women do in their right. pleasure spot. So to cover it up, well, you can you know you can leave some high intensity areas, areas. open. Yeah, and then on top of that, it tastes like blue raspberry. <laughs> but do you think you can actually get someone to? It's just the no, foreplay. It's the pre- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like... But it's a foot. It's a foot long. It's like, it's cute for a moment, but then you're like, I'm really got it. And right. then it's like, you how chew much of, it. How much of the fruit by the foot am I wrapping around my dick? And then, you know, when you like drink a Gatorade or eat fruit roll up and you get all like thick in the spit uh. and you're like, you've... It's... Okay. It gets a little phlegmy. Yes. Do you get phlegmy? Uh-huh. With, With sugary like high stuff? sugary things, yeah. Yeah. Which is problematic. 
or for this <laughs> i learned a lot on tiktok uh-huh you know so do i apparently do you know what is it called the uh mormon amish thing bedding soaking 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 mm-hmm. soaking mm-hmm. soaking mm-hmm. should we do you want to now i don't know but i think I it's saw... real i think it's there's oh. too much content on it for it to be fake no it is real this i haven't girl, consulted my mormon friends this girl in college said she helped by jumping up and yeah. down on the bed yeah. yeah so just so as long as you're not using your muscles it's fine right in a way you know that might be like fun i just wish there wasn't a third party in the room right maybe that's like does Part the third does the bed jumper get as much out of it as everyone else no, I think like you're, you're, you know, oh, you're, just, I would you're just, taking like, one for the team. I would like listen to my audiobook and just like jump or like, you know, Meg, just, it's like, uh, it's exercise, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm Michael Barbaro and this mm-hmm. is The Daily while yes. you're just jumping on the bed for your yes. friends. What's her name? Um, <laughs> Brene Brown here to teach you about <laughs> leadership <laughs> helping someone soak. You're doing your Duolingo. <laughs> oh, mm, Cody's doing Duolingo jumping on the bed for me and Asa. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hola. Si. Mas, mas, mas. Um, that's about as much Spanish as I know. Mm. You're welcome. Well, you're doing great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, how have you been? How have I been? Bro, you and I, are we the two busiest people we know? Should we? I'm, com- the, I'm mm, I don't know. I found myself scheduling, um, like my off time. <laughs> if you don't schedule your off time, yeah. I just had a conversation with like at lunch. You ain't I had a, I had a conversation. We, we both are very busy people. She's of us. Um, and if I don't set it aside, <laughs> like a goddamn doctor's appointment, no, I know. I won't. I won't take time for myself. No, I know people are like, can you hang out Thursday? I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. I can't. Like people don't ask for reasons anymore. Thank God. Like your <laughs> friends are just like, oh, okay, another day. <laughs> but like that's because on Thursday I'm like, no, I'm I can't do I can't do anything. I cannot I say yes anymore. That's the thing. Unfortunately for me, I feel like I just say yes to more things I say no to. Which I'm trying to flip that ratio. Yeah. And say no to more things I say yes to. It's a balance, but I don't think I've ever, I'm ever going to find it. I'm just inclined to saying yes. And then I'll implode on myself like a dying star. Yes. Which I am. Yes. Uh, but if I say no to more things and I'm actually not, then I'll like, I'll equal, I'll equalize. I keep thinking that if I just keep doing the things I said I wanted to do, right? Like sticking to it, like this podcast easily could have canceled it this week. Like would have been a great week to cancel. But at the same <laughs> time, in like the future self... I will be so glad because I, I feel like relief is always just like around the corner for me. So I'm like, I'm just going to stick to my goals and stick to my, what I said, stick to what I mm-hmm. said I do here and there. I will cancel. I canceled a few weeks ago on you hard. That's perfect. But yeah, no, I don't even remember. You <laughs> which ended is up like, working anyway. So yeah. I was like, I don't know how that was going <laughs> to, I was like, getting the I math. also just didn't know. What's <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I always feel like relief is around the corner, and I'm trying to schedule. What's your What's your goal? Because mine is two two afternoons, meaning from like because I get off at of work around two or three, mm-hmm. so I mean from like three o five until the time I go to bed. I don't want to have plans mm-hmm. now. If I do something with Asa or like with a friend that is enriching and like helps me relax and stuff, fi- that's great. That's right. spontaneous. But I'm trying to do at least two nights. Yeah, for me, it's like. And this sounds ridiculous, even saying it, like even playing it in my head, it sounds a little ridiculous. But for me, instead of like two nights, honestly, it's like taking one full 24 hour day. Yeah. A week, which 
I'm trying to do that Sunday. For you and I, I feel like that that makes sense. I think for like our introverted friends, which so many of them are, they're like, that's insane. You're insane. Well, even our introverted friends are like hustling, I guess. It just looks different. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, we've talked about this before. Like the thing that makes us feel energized or alive is also the thing that physically depletes us. And yeah. so it's like, that's... I. Everyone wants to be an extrovert, but do they have what it takes? <laughs> I don't even have what it I takes. I don't have what it takes. <laughs> because the older I get, I'm like, most people are kind of a hybrid. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really know any true extroverts no. or true... There's a, a handful I could think of right now of true introverts. There's some like... Yeah. But those are... But they have those extroverted moments where you see the... Well, like David, my brother, David. Mm-hmm, David. <laughs> We're back. Cheers. Um, David's an outgoing introvert. Can I pause? Pause. Has David been listening to your episodes? I think, yeah. Every single one of them. Okay, I'm just curious. Yeah. Uh, I love the support, but I'm also like, does he get the joke? Like, oh, 100%. We- okay, as long as he's listening, he- the joke should live on. I mean, he drives like two hours okay, a for day work. for work. That's right. So, All like, right. It's us and Conan O'Brien and, and, and Dak Shepard and whoever oh, else. Oh, the armchair expert. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, so David's like a very outgoing introvert. Like in a group even or, yeah. or at a party or with new people. Incredibly charming. Yep. Incredibly fun. Great to talk to. But needs his time to himself or else he'll like have a breakdown. Yeah. For me, it's like incredibly charming <laughs> outgoing but like i'm outgoing <laughs> i'm outgoing but then i'll also like if i don't see people for more than like two or three days i will implode i'll have a i'll have a mad time so it's like it's weird it's crazy trying to balance that like Fair. i want to feel connected i want to feel the energy of other people and maybe that's something i need to work on but like i want to feel the energy of other people but i also need to like rest my body and so, I don't know, the happy medium for that is, like, having a close, close support group slash, mm-hmm. like, inner circle where it's, like, you mm-hmm. can spend time with people that you know so well and are known so well by that... Won't zap you. It's, like, you can be around them even, like, physically, yeah. and it feels like it's giving you energy and life and all these things, but it's, like, restful. You can be restful with those people. I feel like my brother and I have that dynamic. We yes. live together, yeah. and that's nice. So, it's, like, it's cool because he needs some time alone slash, like, low low energy time to, like, recharge. And then for me... I can, like, force myself to do that, but if it's home, it feels like I'm with someone. Yeah. What's the, uh, I just watched Marcel the Shell with shoes on again. So cute. For, like, the sixth time in a row. Um, but there's a, a line where Marcel's, like, like, the best feeling is, like, when there's a party at your house and you go into the other room and you can finally rest easy knowing that there's so many people, like, there enjoying themselves and, and, and having a good time. And you can like hear it still, but you're resting on your own. And it's like that feeling, I feel like, is the only time I really feel peace. Yeah. <laughs> it's when I'm like, okay, there's people, but I'm alone, but there's people. <laughs> but if I need them, they're right there. And they're right there. Yeah. yeah. That is nice. Yeah. So, gosh, have we talked about it on the podcast? I don't know. But yes, we did. Alex, my roommate, moved out. He moved out. Yes. And my cousin Sam moved in, but she's been gone for 12 days. And <laughs> I was like, it's such an adjustment. The first few weeks, Ace and I felt like adults. You know, we're like, look at us. We live alone. Mm-hmm. We have a, we have two spare rooms. Two spare rooms. We just kept walking in that room and it was empty because we didn't know if she was moving in yet or not. And mm-hmm. we didn't want to like, I want to use it for storage so bad. <laughs> I'm literally sitting in the studio that is a guest room, ceramic storage <laughs> instrument storage recording space oh my god it drives me insane but you know we make it work yeah, no complaints baby. i'm so happy but i'm like i could use the storage right and then she moved in and then like l- left on this 12-day trip 
And I texted her yesterday and was like, why the fuck aren't you home? <laughs> I don't want to hang out with a soul, but if we could sit next to each other on the couch and not say right. a word to each other, that would really do it for me. See, it's the same thing. Yes. It's literally the same thing as me. Yeah, like, I called out. Al- so then I just called Alex and talked to him on the phone for like an hour, which is really mm, nice. Just sitting like in bed. But yeah, I'm, I'm constantly convinced that relief is just a weekend away. <laughs> just like one weekend away. I don't think that's delayed gratification. It's something much worse. <laughs> it is. It's just <laughs> gaslighting myself into yeah. thinking eventually I'll it's feel like self-manipulation. <laughs> better. I know. It's it's one of those things like sometimes when you're in the flow of the creative juices and you're working and you're working on a bunch of different projects, it feels really empowering. That's good. Yeah. And sometimes it feels like a fucking tr- prison. Right. And you're just you like. You said yes to all this. Uh-huh. And it's like the annoying part, the nagging part in my head is like. This is who you want to be, you stupid idiot. <laughs> like, but I just can't lean into it sometimes. So in the last two weeks, I feel like I've been in this pit. Like, I've just been every single weekend since mid-March through April, I've been out of the house, gone. That's not That's my vibe. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> so then you have to fit everything you want to do on all those days into the on your weekdays in the weekdays when you're working when you're already oh working. well that's why you feel the way you do yeah i'm i'm that's fucked up i'm at the end of my rope but yeah. sunday i i got rid of my shift <sighs> hell yeah because like months ago a month or so ago i was like i'm gonna work this I'll shift, this shift. i'm not doing a great shift. who <laughs> gives a fuck and now i'm like that's the student so I, someone picked it up so sunday i that's will it. be repairing myself mm-hmm. and then i should be like smooth sailing through may <laughs> this is our problem <laughs> this is my problem we're like binge resters yes yes <laughs> yes which i think is just burning oneself out right where you can't get up or do anything all day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. <That's> binge resting <laughs> i said i told my cousin i said if i have enough energy to go to the grocery store on sunday and i was like this is a sick sentence yeah this that's is sick. fucked the f- up <laughs> I, i'm a it's binge self-care mm-hmm <laughs> I take oh. care of myself a lot for On a very short amount of time. <laughs> one day a week. <laughs> oh, That's perfect. God. Um, That's perfect. It's good for us. It's good for us. We're young? We're <laughs> Question hot? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, God. It's good. All right. All right. All right. Um, I do want to just put it in the... Fr- I'm going to front end it and back end it, but I have a ceramic sale and you an too? artist market coming up June 7th at Topa Topa in Ohio from 4 to 8 p.m. Get your Mother's Day... Nope. Ish. Oh wait, you said June seventh. Get your yeah. Father's Day ceramics. <laughs> yes, your father wants a cup that says "fuck it." Mm-hmm. I know he does. Or a lamp. Or a lamp. Your father does want a lamp. Truly. Actually. Think about your dad. Think about if he has a lamp on his nightstand or not. Probably because your mom put one there. But like, could it be cooler? <laughs> could it be handmade? Mm-hmm. You know what I've learned about making lamps? Spill. Dudes, fucking love it. I fucking love a lamp. Men. Why do I love la- lighting? You know why? Why? Because. They want to know how I fucking put it together. <laughs> they want to know. The fucking handy handy part of it. Oh, I've never had men more interested in my <laughs> ceramics than when I started making lamps. It is truly <laughs> astonishing. If you made ceramic floating shelves, it would be over. Oh You'd have the entire God. male demographic. The boners. In locked my, in. The men in my DMs, the men in person, they want to know... <laughs> Where I got my, they call it hard, we call it hardware. Hardware. (laughs) In the biz, in the industry. mm -hmm, What's Uh my process? Uh Uh-huh. They don't give a shit about the ceramic base, but they have, they do have tips on how I could make it better, which Uh is truly, it is sweet. I'm not trying to be a dick because like, I love the engagement, (laughs) but ooh, Ooh. nothing like lighting. (laughs) 
If you can add some hardware into your work. Oh, oh it's ceramics with a couple of screws and wires. How many bolts? Ooh. How many bolts? <laughs> and then like, they're like, so how do you me- measure the washer? You know, they're like, how do you figure it out? Because ceramics shrinks. They know that uh-huh. much. Yeah, they're like, oh, there's shrinkage. Oh, there's shrinkage. Yeah, if baby. a man doesn't know anything, they, they do know shrinkage. He understands shrinkage. Great Seinfeld up on that. Mm-hmm. For all you non-Seinfeld people. Asa thinks there's a second wave happening right now. Is it us? Did we start it? I like... I do my think My narcissistic ass is like, yeah. Well, I was like... Well, no, it was did, happening far before us. We forced Kelly to listen, to watch Seinfeld. So she sworn off. And she's been laughing at uh, some stuff. She's cracking up. She's cracking up. Mm-hmm. You need to take like a early 2000s humor with you into right. it when you go to watch it and understand that it's like the old setup mm-hmm. where it's like... So it's a yeah. bunch of white guys and one girl, right? And they just date profusely and hate everyone. Which I feel like Seinfeld, like literally, when I see a red flag in someone, I'm like, mm, should I just write them off completely? Should I? I, yeah, I don't know. It depends. I don't know. No, no. Well, no, you shouldn't obviously. No. But I no. love, I <laughs> love, like... I love the extreme nature of that type of comedy where right. it's like she has antifungal cream in her fucking cabinet. <laughs> Where's the fungus? That was ick before the ick. Like, I don't think that they realize that that's not an original thought. Like, you get the ick. You've got... People have gotten the ick since... Oh, yeah. They're just putting it up on TV for everyone to be like, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Or like when Jerry's girlfriend uses his toothbrush... He like has, he's also like a germaphobe though. Uh-huh. And just like incredibly neuro. I think what Seinfeld oh. like appeals to in my own life is like my neuroses. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that I wear washed jeans all the time. Right. Yeah, you do have a big Seinfeld style vibe. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, my mm-hmm. That's a George Costanza sweater, sweater <laughs> yeah. if I've ever seen one. I I have very much like Elaine vibes where I want to be mm. loud and push men around. I like that. And that to me Physically is like and emotionally <laughs> <laughs> just pushing men i think you can and you have oh i have and i unfortunately will again i can't help it I gotta unfortunately men for men yeah steph you know i had this moment like years and years and years ago i must have been like in my early 20s i was working with someone and i like punched her arm you know playfully and she was like why the fuck would you punch me like why would you think that that's okay and i was like was it hard no no but she was a little everyone's a little thing in my opinion <laughs> was a little she was a little thing you know gave her <laughs> Did a, she bruise i was like oh stop Did you it break skin <laughs> no uh, no it was like a homie punch and okay like i like, uh-huh. you know <laughs> yeah. i grew up my sister and i would just charlie horse each other and be like ha ha mm-hmm. wasn't that funny yeah wasn't that hilarious so then i had to realize like mm, mm. physical violence is not the answer <laughs> Okay. Yeah, there's oh Bridget, sorry. <laughs> I don't think that that wasn't even truly a burp. Your no, stomach said hello. Saying, hey, I want to talk. <laughs> hey, I haven't had water at all today. Yeah, <laughs> Can you give me some? Hey, give me, give me the goods. Give me the goods. Okay, so I have something to talk to. Oh no, wait. Okay, two things. Okay, actually, both of these came up from this weekend, but just came up now again. Mm. People in committed relationships. Mm. <laughs> Do you ever use your partner's toothbrush? I want to know. I want to know. I don't think I is. use my partner's. I mean, I'll. Yeah, I mean, it, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Like if it was in a in pinch, a pinch yeah, you get it. But I'm not gonna like have one toothbrush for both. <laughs> no, of us. That's, that's fucking sick. psycho, dude. That's sick. Also, just like logistically inconvenient. 
ideally and at times Not won't be brushing efficient. our teeth at the same time. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? Okay, so we were just on vacation. Well, not well. Whatever you call it, we went on a wedding weekend. I don't call, consider that a vacation. You were away. We were away on a trip, <laughs> um, for a wedding, which was really fun. And uh, someone on the trip forgot the toothbrush, so she was like, "I'm gonna have to use her toothbrush tonight." Talking to her husband, and she was laughing. She was like, "Oh, Stefan does this sometimes," and like, and I was like, "I do it all the time. I go on vacation, forget my shit all the time. I use his deodorant. I use his toothbrush." Sure, like the next day if we can get a spare, yeah. great. But if not, I'll use it for a couple of days. That's fine. Or I'll accidentally sometimes half asleep in the just morning. Just use the wrong one. Well, I think I, that's all fine. I know just the not second, like yeah. a joint bank account toothbrush. No, <laughs> no, that's unacceptable. No shot. What about a joint bank account water Period. pick? Oh, oh. <laughs> joint bank account water pick. I don't own a water pick. No, but so. like if you did, I think that would <laughs> be fine. Isn't it coming out of a... It just blows water in between your teeth. That's essentially a sink. That. It's okay, a sink. Okay, so how about, how do you feel about joint, joint bank accounts? accounts? Okay, so I was raised, not raised, but like all of the the unions that I have ever known have had joint bank accounts. But I don't know. I've never really thought twice about it because I didn't have experience with non-joint bank accounts. That being said... Mm. I'm starting to see as an adult Mm -hmm. on the planet Earth Mm -hmm. that that is a conversation to be had. I think that's the end of the day. It's a conversation to be had. Yeah. Obviously. I don't think like... Every relationship's different. Yeah. But I'm just curious. Like, okay, so Ace and I are getting married. mm -hmm. And we have like a lot of wedding finances and stuff. And plus like, it's so stupid. He like zells me for rent every month and then <laughs> I, I think for convenience's sake it makes sense right like i pay the bills and then he pays for the insurance and it kind of right. all washes out and then we go to the grocery store together but sometimes i'm going to the grocery store and i'm like i want to use his money <laughs> or like i'm tight on money so i'm like can i use your money yeah your well card? i don't know I'm i feel like ask my husband for his card to go grocery shopping yeah that's for both wild so, and it's also like i don't know i just think it's like it's your money collectively I mean, legally, it just, it's about to be. Yeah, and it's almost like it reduces the amount of, like, communication slash logistics. That being said, I mean, I think there are people who, in their relationships, like, depending on how they see money and depending on how money is, like, treated between two different people, I can see how that's, like, a point of friction, especially if, like, you spend and or save money very differently and then all of a sudden you have a bank joint bank account. Like, that can cause friction i don't know if it's better if it's separate i would say that financial resentment is the biggest i financial anxiety between friends Mm -hmm. between family between my partner and Mm -hmm. i is quite literally in my opinion the worst thing i could experience Mm. it because of how i was raised and seeing financial resentment right up in my face right right and so ace and i have a shared checking account and i'm keeping my personal checking he's keeping his personal i think that's fine we are contributing an agreed upon amount Mm -hmm. to the shared every month. Mm -hmm. And then we will have our own money as well. And like when we were at the, when we were at Chase opening a new checking account, I already am at Chase and the lady was like, oh, well, why don't you just add them into your account? And I was like, well, I want to have my own. And she's like, you want to have your own separate checking account? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) See, I don't like that. I don't like someone like projecting upon you. No, she asked like (laughs) six times to clarify. (laughs) She's like, but you're getting married, right? Yeah. Like, and God loves you. Right. And you love God. No, no concern. And you haven't had sex yet. Yeah. And your bank account's (laughs) going to be joined. (laughs) No concern about his bank account. 
<laughs> and what he's doing with it. But she was like very confused. For she was a like, "Do you make your own money?" Yeah, I do. <laughs> Wait, no, but when you're at home, well, uh, right. aren't you gonna want money to play with? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and we're in a good place. Like, I think the way I am in my relationships in general. And also, if I had to give a kernel of advice to anyone, mm-hmm. it, it is tedious, but I think relationships are. Mm-hmm. I think relationships take consistent, constant tinkering and like adjustment. So I check in with Asa all the time about finances yeah. because it's honestly my biggest anxiety and it's not his fault. He's we have been so good together. And like me, and my best friend, Kelsey, growing up, like a lot of friends that I'm close with, I'm like, I'm not like asking you to venmo me right. if we're together a lot and we hang out a lot we get each other back you buy this i buy that like mm-hmm. certain friends are just Circle like that life. you know mm-hmm. but also if it's easier and if it's like off your mind and you'd rather i venmo you for three dollars done perfect no Easy. worries that's what i mean being up front yeah just being like above board about everything and telling what telling me what makes you comfortable i'll meet you there all day i guess that reflects more on like your relationship with this other person in general yes it's like not even about the money it's more about like how you communicate with other people a a money thing which money can be harder money always comes down to the principle of the matter Mm -hmm. you know when people are like it's just the principle when you're like (laughs) mad at someone yeah it could be a dollar but like the principle uh it's the principle it's the principle i hate like I hate to wield it and I hate for when the principle is wielded on me, but sometimes it'd be the principle. Yeah. Well, and typically if it's the principle of the thing, it's a symptom of like a greater problem between you and that person. It's the principle to that person. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not mad about the $20 that you owe me. I'm mad that we have not gotten together or like there has been a rift. Yes. And also. Or I feel taken advantage of and I've never expressed that to you before. Right, 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 right. Um, Money and friendship money like will ruin anything yeah i true i mean look at the world it's ruining the world it's okay? a high point of anxiety for me as someone who typically te- like traditionally does not have so much money that i'm comfortable <laughs> yeah i would say that like i am i typically run generous yeah for sure and i try to be as much as i can definitely i feel like that's not the for me it's just like i know how valuable money is because of the lack of, lack of it. Yeah. yes 100%. and so like I feel bad if I owe someone something for sure, especially if it's a large amount. And yes. then like, that'll be something on my mind forever until I can s- deal cons- with it. Can resolve that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yes. Um, I'd rather give it than take it. A hundred. Yeah, giving's easy. <laughs> Getting's the easy. Giving part. is the easiest thing ever. But yeah, no. Um, if I'm like in the O or in the debt, that's like a little gnarly. I know she was talking about the overdraft stuff at the chase thing, and I was like, <laughs> telling Ace, I'm like, well. <laughs> I've never been charged and I'm overdrafting all the time, baby. We literally, we got this joint bank account and it's all linked up. So on my Chase account, I have now four accounts and I have four, I have two checkings, two savings and two credit cards. Fucking hell. It's insane to look at like on my app. So we opened the app because we wanted to see if the check we deposited like was in there. Mm -hmm. And like, it's so funny. We were talking about overdrafts and making jokes and we pull up the account and my checkings first and it just says zero (laughs) dollars. I was like, you know what? At Good least it me. wasn't like negative. Good for me. Well, yeah. it doesn't like Chase is cool. Like they give you so much leeway. the leeway and the allowance. But, yeah, but I would say those memes where you're transferring the same two hundred dollars back and forth back to your savings, bro. That is, oh me. you know, God, you know yeah. why? Because I oversave every paycheck, and uh-huh. then I'm like, who do you think you are? You like to get yourself little treats. Uh-huh. Who am I to make indisposable income? Mm, not me <laughs> it's it's giving broke like no 
No. Oh God. Not for me. Yeah. Okay. So the toothbrush. That's toothbrush. that started. This. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Where did you? So this weekend we went to a wedding. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. I want to set this up properly. Set Mon- the scene. A month or two ago, I told Asa. We have all these weddings. We have all these events. I have dresses from years and years ago. I never buy new dresses. All these dresses I've worn to wedding multiple times. So I feel mm. like it's justifiable to get a couple new dresses. And it's time to ball out. It's time to get some new dresses. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I was like, I want to go to Target. And he's like, cool, I'm buying. And I was like, great. Love you for Hell that. Yeah. And so with his bank, account. with his bank account. <laughs> and he was so cute. I found a couple dresses, but I was like, I don't know. I'm definitely not in the mood to try on. He's like, just buy them all. We can return. And I'm like, okay. okay. I love this man. Mm-hmm. So I ended up with one of them and I was like, perfect. I'm going to wear this to the wedding in Yosemite. You're going to wear your brown jacket. We will look dope together. We'll look fly, you know, fly as hell, fly as hell. Dress of the nine. So he bought this dress specifically for this weekend for me to wear. It's coming up to the weekend and I pull the dress out to like all my clothes are so cramped together because I have mm-hmm. a very small closet. So I pull it out to like let it air hang and stuff. And I put a shirt with it and I put it in the guest room where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. I knew. So I hung it up on the ca- cabinets. I laid. This is very important. Asa thinks <laughs> I laid my two jackets I was bringing on the bed Okay. and left the dresses hanging. Hang. Okay. <laughs> this is going. Now it's the day of. And I'm, I wake up early, I walk the dog, I go to the grocery store for us, I do all the dishes, I clean the house. I let him sleep in. Lovely. Okay? I'm a fucking nice girl. <laughs> and plus, like, I was just like, I, I like doing stuff in the morning, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to sleep anyways. I'm like a trip person, you know? I'm like, we got things to do. Mm-hmm. I'm packing the cooler and stuff. I'm like, I turn dad mode very quickly on these things. And so, he gets up and he's doing stuff and he's in this room he has to go through this closet now if you look at this closet you can see the dress is hanging in front of it oh yeah so he has to move it's essentially like a beaded curtain in, fr- in, exactly. in front of a door so he has to like move it out of the way to uh-huh. get through to get his jackets <laughs> oh, right he gets his jackets he yells from outside do you want me to grab your jackets and put them in the car i'm like yeah whatever like i'm working i'm doing stuff okay oh i already <laughs> heard it <laughs> You already heard the issue. Already heard it. So we go to Yosemite, blah, blah, blah. I don't even think about it. Not even thinking about it. Da, 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 da. Usually if I forget an item of clothing, I remember halfway through and we can stop in Bakersfield or some shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. So Asa's, my sister-in-law was like, I want to see your dress. And I was like, that, that second, I was oh, like, mm, no. I don't remember. I was like, Asa, did you unpack my dress? Like, is it in the hanging and thing? He's like, what dress? What dress? Oh, no. <sighs> For the wedding in Yosemite. And I also did that stupid fucking move where I was like, I know what I'm wearing. I didn't bring a backup. I didn't pack nothing. I had athleisure <laughs> and a pair of black jeans. And oh, I was no. like, okay, I have nothing. And there was this moment, you know, I had a decision to make uh-huh. in my heart as if I was going to throw a fit or not. I did not. Hell yeah. I did not. No, I mm. I was like, this truly isn't your fault, but it really is. Like, I know it is, but like, I can't, I don't have the proper evidence, you know, and we're in right. front of his family. And plus, I'm not going to get mad. That I, is like, not the moment. I'm no. Not, I also am like, what's the fucking point? The dress isn't here. It's not here. We, who now cares? Now we need to make it doesn't dress matter. happen. Right. <laughs> That's the more important Yes, thing. it doesn't matter like whose fault it is. Right. However... <laughs> The f- I sprinkled in the detail later to his brother because we were all debating whose fault it was, which mm-hmm. was funny. We weren't like giving anyone shit. Right. And I made a joke. I was like, if Asa just apologized, it would do a lot for me. And Asa was like, well, I have nothing to be sorry for. And I was like, I know that. But like, <laughs> if you just like owned 10% of this mess, 
I would really nope. That would be good for you. It would be good for it would just do a lot for me. No, he wasn't willing. And I don't blame him. Like, good for you, hon. <laughs> Stick to it. Um so later in the weekend, I did express the fact that because we kept joking about it all weekend. <laughs> and not in a mean, not like we weren't Asa doesn't care. He was like happy. He didn't care. I didn't yeah. care. Whatever. What did you wear? Oh. Did you go get something in like Fresno or something or Bruh. Sacramento? Ever heard of this town called Oakhurst? I, right outside. I actually have. It's yeah. like 35 minutes outside the entrance. We were really close to the entrance of the park. Well, that's good. So it's just like a 35 minute drive. And mm. we went to like seven thrift stores. They were all disgusting, <laughs> terrible thrift stores. But then I did find an address that's very like 90s. Perfect. Clarissa explains it all, knows it all, whatever. Mm. You know that, like mm-hmm. that vibe. Uh-huh. Um, But like Sunday or Saturday night. Like, while we were out at the wedding and stuff, they were talking about the dress. We were just, like, gabbing. And I was like, well, you know, Asa bought a dress for me to wear. Like, that's the dress we forgot. And and Asa's brother was like, wait, that was a very important detail. Like, so he, he bought purchased the dress. this dress for you with the express, con- uh, like, intent to for you wear to wear it to this, this event. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. And he just saw it, <laughs> thought nothing. Like, he knew left. that was the dress and was packing the other stuff. Yeah, he packed the whole car. Uh... <laughs> But he yelled out uh, He can't get over the fact that he yelled out Do you want me to grab your jackets jackets? Did you have a bag that you packed already And the dress and the jackets weren't in it Correct Okay so there's Because okay here's my thought Also my shit was scattered everywhere So I had had luggage and Uh shoes in the bedroom Jackets on the bed Closet hanging dresses Okay I hear it I hear it And I, I see your perspective I also in Ace's shoes You've put the dress up to air out. Mm-hmm. It's like resting a stick. Maybe I chose not <clears throat> to bring it. No, no, no. You put it up there to rest it. Let it unwrinkle. The jackets are on the, the bed next to your bag. I want to say your bag's on the bed. No, my bag's in a different room. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, either way, <clears throat> he asks, do you want me to pack the jackets because the dress is still resting? Well, he couldn't understand why I didn't lay the dress on the jackets. And I agree. Yeah. No, but I get why. The dress is resting, baby. It was resting. It's taking a nap. She was having her moment. In my opinion, I'm like, oh, she put it there for a reason. It's separate. I'm going to do the jackets first. Maybe I forget the dress. Yeah. But also, maybe intentionally, I'm like, she wants to keep it out of the bag for as long as possible so that it doesn't wrinkle. No, I I do own the fact that it's my fault, one hundred percent. It's your, yours is fault. It's all. I would like you know. I said ten percent earlier. Now that I'm retelling, I think a twenty percent fault yeah. could be applied. Like a twenty eighty is safe. I'll take the eighty. Okay, <laughs> I just wanted the twenty recognition. He can hear us because this house is so small, I and I guarantee you, when we get out, he's, he's gonna, gonna be, be like, like motherfuckers. I, it ain't my fault, bitch. <laughs> Which I will stand by. He, I will take that to the grave that it's my fault. But like, you know. <laughs> but also apologize for something, something that I did. <laughs> just apologize. Like that is <clears throat> sometimes relationship advice. Just apologize. Sometimes you just gotta apologize. Just, sometimes you, you just do. gotta apologize for something that's not your fault. I know, but he's he goes down to the... He's a kind of like one of those kind of guys who would say to me in that moment, it's the principle of the matter. <laughs> oh, which I'm just, hearing it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, well, you know. Which is true. Why why marry a guy with principles though? <laughs> you shouldn't is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Sounds no, his unhappy. brother his brother was like, You guys will never he will never forget another dress. No, that's life. true. At the very least <laughs> at the very least, there will never be a dress left behind ever again. Now me on the other hand, who's left plenty of dresses and shoes behind, you still have can't and you will. Seem- oh, 
I make no claims on fixing myself. <laughs> Zero. Zero claims. Oy. Zero. So, yeah, that's for the listeners. We need to know about your toothbrush options, your checking accounts, checking accounts. <laughs> routing numbers, accounting yeah, what's numbers. What's like your financial <laughs> position right now? <laughs> Mine? No, 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 no. The audience. Oh, okay. No need to. You know, there's like lower class and middle class, and then there's like lower middle uh-huh. class. <laughs> I feel like I'm breaking into the bottom of middle class at the moment. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> I used to talk about this all the time. We're so lucky. We don't yeah. have car payments. Mm. We split rent three ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't like, I mean, we have some debt. We have school loans. Who cares? Mm-hmm. School loans are like 75 bucks a month. You don't mm-hmm. have to pay those, those shits off ever. <laughs> um, I don't know. We're very lucky. So I feel like we are on like lower, lower at the top of low class uh-huh. not quite middle yet right well like i don't think i can be middle class and also on medical <laughs> no that doesn't yes i'm also on medical so <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm on medical in the sense where like if i update it i might get kicked off oh <laughs> but i don't think i Best will to let sleeping dogs lie yes uh-huh okay <laughs> good thing we got that out Hmm. um okay the weather lately has been fucked up Bruh. i hate to be the type of, okay I hate to be the type of person when, like, someone asks me how I'm doing, I resp- like I don't respond with the weather. That, to me, is the worst response. I'm great, because it's sunny no, out. No, you know what I mean? Where it's like, how are you doing today? Or, like, what's, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm glad there's the sun out. Like, that's the laziest response. And sometimes I'll pull it out of the back pocket, because... We talk to people all fucking day I sometimes. I have nothing Thank else God. to say to the 90th person mm-hmm. that I'm serving. That being said, um, we had for about eight, eight days or so, maybe seven days... A legitimate peek into what summer will be like in Ventura. Uh, wrong. What did? <laughs> Wait, what? Because June and half of July is going to be a fucking depression down there, That's and I right. know that. Yeah. Well, okay. I you got That you was gotta, summer. Was that just summer? You the, got the to see. Seven you days got to see what April. August might be like. You know, we did a company event for my other job in August at the beach. No we shot. were freezing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, summer doesn't truly start until. October, what, October, it's a good November, month. <laughs> yeah, and then we have it till December. Winter starts late January. Well, yeah, fall doesn't even. What's fall? What the fuck is fall? It's just not unbearable in mm-hmm. Ohio anymore. It's almost like fall happens in between spring and summer here. Yeah. Anyways, uh, no, okay. you had good. You had, you had talk. serotonin for eight days. And <laughs> I then... had a happiness. <laughs> I could feel something for like three of those seven days. Yeah. Um, Glorious. Yeah, the sun was out. Fucking the sun glorious. was shining. The tank was clean. Woo. And clear eyes, full hearts. Can't I lose. Wore, <laughs> I wore shorts, baby. No, you didn't. I wore shorts. I'm not I mentally just, prepared. Shorts was a critical. It's a critical piece of 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 clothing for me because. I've got a thigh tattoo. That's kind of that's oh. <laughs> I was gonna say. I feel like that's your go to. That's your comfort zone. I don't know. I love it. You but know you know me, what? I love I a wash jean. I'm like this every season. You know when like the shorts come out, I'm like fuck the shorts, and then when the shorts have to come off, I'm like fuck the jeans. I do not <laughs> want to get my body into jeans. No. And then once, yeah, it's always snip, like snip snap. Like, mm. Mm. You know the toll of three vasectomies have. You know the toll that three different switches of pants wear. I know. No, but- I I just love to show leg. I love a little leg. You like a sassy I knee. think I have, I think one of the legs. best, one of the best features on my body are my calves. Yes. <laughs> I stand by that. I think the last, you you weren't there, the last Topa Topa Christmas party, 
I literally was, I was, you know. In shorts. Was No, I wasn't in shorts. I was in jeans. But for some reason, calves came up. And then I proceeded to walk around the entire staff Rolled. going, feel this calf. Is this an above average calf? It is. <laughs> it is. You know, I have. It's an upper echelon calf. I have below average calves and I've been working on them hard. Let me see your calves. They're just kind of like juicy. Like there's. A, a juicy calf is not a bad calf. I guess it's like, it would be a good, like as a man, mm. be a good squeeze. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. No, I know. I know. Oh, <laughs> okay. Dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Anyways. I can't look at that. <laughs> you know what some people would call that? Muscle memory. Whenever you were jacked when you were like 17, uh-huh. you have not lost those calves. No. Everything else is buried Gone. between <laughs> layers and layers of cheap peak and level line. But the calves remain, baby. Shoot. The calves remain. The Santa Maria boys in general are blessed with calves. No. Maybe I, that's a Filipino you thing. Know, I don't know. You know Alex who moved out? He played soccer in high school. Oh. Okay. He still has soccer legs. He's got the it's, quads. It's yeah. just, it's, it's mind blowing to me. But yeah, so I was showing some leg. I was wearing shorts. My thigh tattoo was out. That's essentially like. The quail. Ah, uh, the quail. Annabelle. She doesn't Annabelle listen, but if Warren, she did. Uh, bless her heart. Now in Texas, before me a black penny. You know what? it would do for me you know like certain people will dm or like let me know in person if they listen and i had no idea before and to come to find out they listen all the time uh-huh. it is <sighs> if i found out that she listens i i would i would maybe quit <laughs> i have and they know who they are but i have i have former uh co-church members Ooh. like we've since both Obviously, peace out. <laughs> Peaced out from fundamentalist Christianity. Mm, mm, <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. That being said, when I found out that like people that I used to go to church with listen to the podcast, I was like, "That's wild." So sometimes I'm it's glad you're here. Yes, love to have you. Yes. I'm glad we're both here yes. and not where we were. Yes. That being said, certain people will be like, "I've listened <laughs> to a couple episodes," and I'm like, "Wish you wouldn't." Did I tell you my dad listens? No. Oh, that's unacceptable. It's, it's actually so fucked up. It's really not okay. <laughs> Mr. Every Santa single, Maria. <laughs> he listened to the first episode because he thought it was the immigration episode mm, that we Oh, we should redo that. We need to it's redo time. that. Yeah, it's time. I think time. we could do it. We can do it and we can do it well. Yes. Okay. So Ooh, we recorded that immigration <laughs> episode and then we didn't, it got lost. Mm. And my dad listened to the first episode thinking it was that one. And I think it was literally like the first episode we recorded mm-hmm. was me talking about the first time someone called me daddy in bed yes and yes so, yes 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 yeah yes. He, did he text funny. you hey daddy because no. i will lose it <laughs> no. i will lose it no but we were at lunch my brother my dad and i and he was like yeah i listened to the last episode or the first episode of the, of the podcast and i was like uh it's rated r he's like yeah i know <laughs> Dude. I was like, mom can never know this exists. He's like, that's fine. And I was like, okay. But he listens. Okay, it's kind of tender and sweet. He's like, I just, it's nice to know. Yes, know you on a like a like, real level and like on, who like, you my, are. Like, who my friends know me as. And yes, I think that's really that's sweet. so sweet. And like, he just wants to know what's going on in my day to day. That being said, I mean, not and so I don't, I don't pull punches. Not for dad, not for anyone on here. But. Tiny piece of my mind that's always like, yeah, he's gonna listen to this. No, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's there's certain people you were gonna filter yourself for, right. but no. like my dad now knows about the fruit roll up thing. <laughs> but he, you have that's information he would have died without if it wasn't for this. Happily, happily. <laughs> yeah, I wish he would have. There's certain people like Ace's brother 
just we were talking about podcasts and stuff and ace's brother was like i can't i'm not a podcast person it's really hard to support you i've listened to like a couple episodes and i was like what <laughs> he's like yeah me and michelle has listened to like two episodes and i was like oh no <laughs> I was like, you really don't need to do that. Don't. And he's like, well, we want to support you. I'm like, just d- find another way. <laughs> like for the, there's certain people that will come up to the bar and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but I thought you respected me. Like my, like my aunts and uncles and most of my cousins and a lot of my family do not listen. Right. Thank God. At, one, at some point it's self-preservation too. My, si- well, yeah, I'm, I'm we're ch- you guys, <laughs> nothing's off both. limits these days, it seems <laughs> yeah. like. I just talk about anyone and everyone. Um, my sister once was drunk and was like, to one of my cousins, like, well, you don't listen to 70s podcasts and support her. And I was like, and I'm glad. Please don't. Please keep it that way. My sister's like, no, you don't mean that. And I'm like, no, I really Actually, do. I the do. fact that you listens means that I'm putting things, like, I'll say something and be like, fuck, my sister's going to listen. Is Leave it to us to be <sighs> like, to bro- literally broadcast our thoughts and then be like, but I don't want everyone to hear it. <laughs> right. Can you can we give a password out to the cool kids? <laughs> should we start an OnlyFans? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's just our podcast. We should have like a PG version. Who would listen to that one? No one. Our parents. <laughs> That'd be perfect. A Patreon. Patreon. Anywho. Anyways. So, Jordan, mm. I love partnering up with a podcaster who is like on the dating scene it, it does a lot for me it does a lot for me um because i i mean you're locked in right but i never okay so i dated even I, date i dated a little bit in high school uh-huh. and i didn't like it then but i do have a feeling like i would like aspects of it now dating in high school is so different too that doesn't even count yeah i'm, I'm not gonna, sorry no it but doesn't that, i mean no, it kind of counts agree. it doesn't count no it doesn't really like yeah. you like I don't think I became a more confident person until I was like 27, 25 to 27. Right. I can't even remember why I wanted to date the people that I wanted to date in high school. But I'm, I know, I mean, it was like... No, looking back, I'm like... It was like, oh yeah, we have the same classes together and we're both like traditionally attracted to truly, each other. Truly, it was because they had interest in me. <laughs> yeah, and that was it. I was like, oh, you have interest in me? I like you. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Jesus. Keep doing that. <laughs> but I do feel like there's moments where I'm like, dating would be terrible and fun and weird mm-hmm. so glad i don't have to do it but at the same time i'm like i need to live through somebody okay well why don't you just why don't you come to Dope i know Dope and Dope do the platonic night. thing uh-huh okay so that's what i want to talk about here Let's we go talk about Seg away. <laughs> <laughs> wait two things i'm lit i literally held my breath <laughs> i know one we're not doing cody so you're expecting it around this time we're not doing it and two i'm pulling a cody and have to go pee <laughs> So I'm pausing. Pause. <laughs> okay. uh, 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 uh. All right, we're back. Um, speed dating, right? Right. Wow. Okay, hold on. I, sold it. I sound different. <clears throat> mm. Okay, we're good. Okay. Um, I was just further from the mic. Uh, uh, speed dating at Topa Topa. Okay, so what's your first impression? Like, if without knowing what happened when it happened at Topa Topa, if you saw like a speed dating thing, what would you think? Okay, if it was anywhere besides Topa and mm-hmm. it was anyone besides you putting it on. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, awkward. Yeah. Is anyone going to show up? It's giving awkward. It's giving desperate. It's giving... It's like, it's like your parents who are trying to put on a fun... Like, I, I see the merits in the event, uh-huh. and I would be like, that is a good idea, but at the same time, like, mom, just yeah. give it up. Right, right, right. I'll right, meet right. someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's someone trying to set you up with someone. Yeah. Okay. So, take all of that. Throw it out the window. Uh Uh-uh. Not with my speed dating. You're so smart, though. Tell them the categories. (laughs) The categories? Okay, 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 okay. Well, the first first things first is we 
I I wanted to make a speed dating event that was like less binary. I think that's a really big problem with speed dating in general is that a it's a bunch of straight men and women. Usually all the women stay this in the same seat and then all the men like cycle through and it's like really archaic and weird and and segmented and all these things. Kind of gross. Yeah, and so I was like, "Oh, well, I want the same excitement and the same connection opportunity as speed dating, but I want it to be more fluid, right?" And so what we did is we like came up with a name tag system, a name tag logistic labeling system. There were three colors, right? It was kind of like a stoplight party, if you yeah. ever heard of that. <laughs> it was red, green, and oh yellow. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. we'll have to come back to <laughs> we'll that. We'll come back to that. Red, green, and yellow, except red actually meant that you were looking for romance. Yellow meant that you were kind of up for whatever. And then green was like platonic... I just want to make connections either on a friend level or like on a business networking level, right? Yeah. And so that was essentially how we got around like this entire like, what are you looking for thing? Because I wanted to make it open to any of those three options, right? On top of that, I wanted to make it open for like people of like just to meet anyone, right? Yeah. I hate newcomers. How, yeah, I just like don't like how how segmented and binary it is, right? And so we made like a fluid thing where it's like essentially what I did is everyone came in, everyone grabbed a name tagged and wrote their name on it on the color like based on what they were looking for. And then I split the entire group into two different groups um i think i labeled them chief beak and level line super cheeky um but essentially what happened was we had five 12 minute rounds no 12 12, five minute rounds there we go 12 five minute rounds um i would put a question on the screen and they got progressive progressively deeper and deeper which was kind of cool so like conversations got more interesting as the night went on as you warmed up got more social um and then at any given round, so we we do a round, stop, half of the room could get up and sit wherever they want, and half of the room had to stay in the same place. And so, like, we That's have cute. some of the mystery and some of the autonomy yes. and kind of the randomness of old speed dating, but then you also don't have to meet anyone you don't want to meet, anyone who's, like, not looking for the same thing as you. And you also have the opportunity to meet whoever you want to meet. And so it was, it was really fun. Um <laughs> The ratios were insane. Uh, what happened was, much to my surprise, at the the brewery-based um, speed dating, we had like 35 women, which was awesome, and like five guys. Yeah. No guys showed up, which a lot of us like figured uh, was like... Expected. Honestly, after the fact, I was like, oh, it's like a pride thing. A lot of guys like... Well, it's vulnerability. Don't, yeah, don't want to be vulnerable. It's right? vulnerability. So props to the five guys that showed up because they showed Hell vulnerability. Yeah. They got mad points for that. Hell they were yeah. like out there. And on top of that, the ratio was incredibly favorable in their direction. Yeah. They were hot commodities. Yeah. I unexpectedly became gentleman number bachelor number six nice yeah you threw yourself in the (laughs) well there was like an odd number of people and so like my job essentially was to sit with like the one person that would be like left out which usually didn't happen people were pretty good but sometimes people would do like groups of three and stuff like that so i would just fill in the gaps that being said it was so much fun the questions were really fun i stole a lot of them from this game called we're not really strangers which is like cute one of my favorite like get to know someone games it's like it's the same concept where like you 
pull these questions and they get deeper and deeper as the night goes on. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. I would do it. I want to <clears> do the next one. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I'm reframing it. I think the last one was called Love at First Pint, which is, you know, romantically inclined. Yes. That being said, we called the, we're calling the next one Charmed, I'm sure. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Charmed, I'm sure. Nice Phil to meet si- you. What, what is it? It's like. <laughs> Bill guys. Or, uh, Phil Faison. Phil on. Yeah. Phil Faison. Charmed, I'm sure. Uh, hello, hello, guys. Yeah. Yes. Obsessed. <laughs> Phil Faison. Charmed, Charmed, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's called Charmed, I'm sure. Um, essentially, it's connection based more than it is about romance. Oh, I'm making like, Sam go, too. She's new to the she area. Must. But she yeah, must. it's like connection based i think what was really cool about the last time is so many friends were made um Obsessed. everyone met everyone and now i mean it was so sweet um uh, so many of them became like really good friends because a lot of them were new in town and stuff and uh there's like a group chat with a bunch of them they came and got me and we went to patty's afterwards it was so much fun oh my like, night, like two days later i went we did a movie night recently it's like fun to like for me i'm like oh my gosh i'm hanging out with a bunch of single people this is kind of fun as someone who's like around the married folk and or yeah. long-termly committed <clears throat> it's been really fun and so that was that was awesome that's exactly what i was looking for is like i think you and i as bartenders get to meet so many really spectacular people at the bar especially um like i'm gonna be biased but especially at thompson like it's just such a cool hub yeah. for like really sweet ventura based people yeah and i was like i love meeting people i love making those connections if i can make an environment or manufacture an environment where this happens for other people yeah. between other people yeah. then this is that's what this is all about yeah and so that's what happened it was really cool it was nice to see new friendships made possible love connections made mm. who knows um but yeah it was sweet so the next one's gonna be on may 23rd i believe it's uh the the fourth tuesday of may there's five um may 23rd is going to be charmed i'm sure um it's going to be from like 7 to 9 p.m um i'll give you a two for one pint card if you come through i'm looking to balance out that ratio so gentlemen that are listening also i don't care if you're in a relationship or if you are not looking for love like put on a green tag and just meet new people it's just fun to like have those conversations no i'm gonna come and put a green tag on i'm stoked i think you're gonna make some really great friends here i just think it's so lovely you you really have a good way of like creating space and making people feel comfortable and like somewhere people can let their guard down i think you and i are obviously very similar like Mm. don't you feel like people tell you more stuff and like (laughs) want to talk to you more and give you secrets or like bring you in on what there is going on in their life more quickly and like more often than other people um yeah i mean i don't know i think i just like seek that out maybe that's what it is but well where yeah you seek deep Mm -mm. connections i just want to make make people people feel good and that's that's why they tell you stuff and like want to be around you it's nice it's just cool it's cool to see that happen like in such a cool space and so yeah that's like why i like working there you know that's like yeah it's what it's all about and i like i hate to just be like um, a walking ad for topa topa but i would say one of their the best one of the best things that they do is they let you take an idea and go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's many events I've wanted to do and put on in Ohio that they just say yes to. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you have to know the parameters, but they are such, like, yes men. Yeah, I think, like, the autonomy that's given to, like, leadership and even the staff, like, in terms of, like, putting on stuff like this is pretty cool. Um, yeah, if you have a good idea or if, like... I don't know. Toby just hires some really ex- exceptional people. And yeah. um, 
they have an opportunity oftentimes yeah. to like be exceptional. And, and that's cool. you're also doing trivia Monday nights. I, th- I just think <laughs> you guys should like get into the events. Ace's band is playing yep. at the Topa Thompson location on June 3rd that night. And they're bringing in a couple other bands to play with them. So that will be really fun. The shy fades is what they're called they're on instagram i will be there dancing my ass off so if you want to come dance with me to some like weird punk funk like i don't even know how to categorize it it's really fun jam bandy like i don't know it's gonna be so so much fun um june 3rd Mm -hmm. and then i was gonna say we should get back to the stoplight party comment yes tell me about did you have an experience no okay so i was curious if this also relates to like the colored bands the colored Mm. Now in middle school There was these like Jelly elastic bands And based on Silly bands or That was my high school Or middle school I don't know what they were called But I know that if there was A certain color It meant you were down To do certain things Oh my gosh It's like wow Yes it was like I've sucked dick, so I'm going to wear a black band. I've made out before, so I'm going to wear a blue band. I have a boyfriend, so I'm going to wear a yellow band. But, like, you would just, like, not me, guys. I was not doing this. But people would wear bands, like, colored bands. Like, I need feedback on this because I don't think we could have possibly been the only school that did that. But it I sounds don't think like we, you guys ha- we did not have now, that. Now, a stoplight party is the same concept as what you did, no? yeah. Well, so stoplight party Down to make out, like, down to go all the way, down to not do anything. Not anything. Or like looking The red for, is yeah, obviously yeah. like, nah. Stop, 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 I stop. Think so. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I switched it because I, I've never been to a stoplight party. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, red what means What is love. a stoplight? <laughs> oh, I know. I live in Ventura, honey. There's uh, all over the place. lots of cameras and shit. You know, I didn't mm. under I didn't like really know what an unprotected left turn was until I moved to Southern California. <laughs> wait, are there wait, what? Do you just have stoplights everywhere? There's protected lefts everywhere. Everywhere in Northern California. Ah. Well, Ventura is a city of unprotected lefts. But also I grew up in the I grew up in a like two horse town that yeah. grew oh, really both stoplights were protected yeah no well like it was all stop signs uh-huh. so once the stoplights started coming in they were doing protected ones because you only create stoplights if there's accidents <laughs> <laughs> or there's too much traffic right but yeah anywho stoplight parties stoplight parties um you dtf <clears throat> wear that green baby that green? okay i want to comment on the summer of shows and talk about myself a little bit do it you know, we had that backyard concert and so sick. I wish I was here. Amazing. I think I was working. However, we talked about Armchair Expert for half a second earlier and I just got to say that like the executive producer of that show was in my backyard and I was like so proud oh, of myself. For real? <laughs> so proud of myself that I didn't go up to him and say, "Hey, I have a podcast too." Like, no. <laughs> didn't talk shop, didn't say hi, didn't even introduce myself, didn't talk to him, but I heard from someone I was like, "Oh, that's the guy that does." And I was like, "Fuck him." I'm something of a producer myself. You know what? <laughs> Fuck him and his successful show and all the ad money they get. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> this How is the first episode you? he listens to. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. But summer of shows, so much music happening. So much. I feel like it's. I don't know why, but there. I mean, there wasn't because as much music last year. You know year. why we're fu- like I think we're out, out. we've actively decided. You know what Biden said at the end of last year? 
the pandemic's over and i was like if he says it no i'm just kidding but uh no he said like halfway through last year Uh, but anyways i believe it now and i'm done it's out it's done it's i I mean i don't know who are we to declare it's that being said concerts are happening it's lineups are dropping it's that wonderful time of the year where we all get our tax refunds and then a bunch of lineups oh i'm gonna see maggie rogers again at the hollywood bowl in august are you shitting me are we going to another maggie rogers show together we have to I think that one might be a little harder to sneak down to the bottom floor at. Yeah, but like at the Hollywood Bowl, who cares? It tends to be. We, you know what? It's like security. I've already decided to. We've had the great experience, and so now like, we I can, don't need it. No, yeah. I know what she looks up close. I know oh, what yeah. she looks like up close. I know what she smells like. I'm also seeing Shania Twain at the Hollywood Bowl in oh, May. Oh shit! Let's go this girls. month. This month. No, I want to go. <laughs> That's cool. What okay, any seeing? other shows? Uh, Matt Costa, who I, I'm obsessed with, mm. but a lot of people, he doesn't have like huge ra- name recognition, mm-hmm. but. Not like Shania Twain or Maggie. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Um, but I would say he's one of like the mm. most consistently amazing artists. Ace and I have been listening to him for like 15 years. That's cool. Um, and we've been to at least 15 shows. Okay. And so we're just obsessed. He's oh, played man. in the backyard a couple times. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. So. That's exciting. And so I think I just... Oh, I'm seeing Violent Femmes. Very cool. Um, On Saturday, May 6th. Uh, It'll be my second time. So yeah. wear all leather and smoke cigarettes like the entire day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I have a lot... I have four concerts coming up. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to Pack House on May 12th. Fuck yeah. Very excited about okay. that. That's going to be super fun. Uh, Maggie... <laughs> Maggie Rogers. Maggie Rogers on August in August or 13th. whatever August thirteenth mm-hmm. at the Hollywood Bowl. That'll mm-hmm. be cool. I'm excited to see her in that venue too because that's a really I've never really been. really cool. Okay, I'm so excited. Caveat or Picnic. segue. Uh, my very first concert. <clears throat> I think yeah, my very first real concert was James, not a house show. No, not a house show. Was James Taylor at the Hollywood <gasps> Bowl? And, I was listening to him today. He's just amazing. He's such a good performer. Obviously, like he came up in LA, so he was like telling stories in between every song, like a folk singer should. Um, he was talk. He had he played nine encores. No shit, like nine. Add a boy. Add a boy. Give him. Like, oh, I think want. I was like thirteen years. You old. said James Taylor, right? James Taylor. Sweet so my name Jay. is my name is Stephanie Taylor James, and oh. every teacher ever was like, "Are you named after James Taylor?" And I was like, "I don't know who the fuck that is." I was like five. Like, what are you talking? about that's just a name that's just, just anyone's just name my name mm-hmm. but now i look I, i'm curious How? well i mean my name is jordan and mm, yes. i was born in chicago were you named after jordan peele no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I was born in chicago not too long after the great dynasty uh, uh-huh. my parents say it's like oh it's the jordan river it's like a river of of, of provision uh, yeah. but i'm like no the i was jordan in chicago river. no baby post post 96 swish swish back to back baby come on um but takes yeah. a break comes back sweeps some sweeps more sweeps again who he is such an interesting fucking person not that we're gonna do like a michael jordan podcast <laughs> but like you guys you guys have you know about his betting shit and his dad and like all that stuff his betting shit that no he is like he is he, he's no. like a terrible gambler got in so oh, much be- gambling trouble that <laughs> there's like no, betting betting gambling is betting. that not the same oh. B E D D I N G. Callbacks. Guess who's jumping on the bed, baby? It's Michael I, Jordan. I'm a fucking idiot. I literally was like, You're like I'm bedding? so excited. I was like, Does he have like a special sheet that he washes every other time? Get your head out of the gutters. I'm, I'm not gambling, I'm, baby. I'm about silk sheets. I'm like, Oh yeah, he's probably got like a really big bed that has to be like custom. And there's like, sewn. there's like conspiracy theories that his dad was <laughs> murdered for his debts. Oh. And like, did not know. That's why he took a I break. I know about his betting. 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 
Anywho, he's a very interesting man. Remember his golf career? Do you remember his, his, his baseball with the White career? Sox? Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> do you remember the incredible movie? Uh, do I? Do I ever? Yeah. Word has Actor? it he's stepping away from being an owner of the of the Charlotte Hornets. Oh no! What will we Maybe do? Maybe because they're shit. <laughs> what is the world to do? I know. Just okay, here's the thing, guys. This is what bugs the fuck out of me. Take your millions and go fucking go away. Go away. Don't be in the place that you were. Go do go by unless you're gonna be like a hilarious Charles Barkley. Is uh-huh. that his name? Charles Barkley. Yeah, <laughs> he's great. I love him. Well, and or Shaq. Shaq's great. Sha- oh. But Shaq, you know what? Shaq's a DJ. Dude, that video of him and his kids. Shaq's a fucking DJ. Oh my god. What I would give to, to like actually go to one of Shaq's sets. Anything. I mean, not so much, but like at least a hundred bucks. Oh, I wouldn't pay. What else? But are you I would giving? like my time, my <laughs> okay, energy, my excitement. I would like to go to a Shaq set. I'd have to be like front row or on the table with him. If we had to pay, like, to get back. in the club, could Shaq carry me in a baby beard? He could carry he you with his pinky. I think. <laughs> like, you ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. No. No. Summer of shows. Summer of shows. I'm excited. It'll be fun. Um, There's also just like so many venues that I want to go to again that I haven't been to since before the quarantine. I've never seen a show at the Troubadour. I feel like I really want to see a show at the Troubadour. Must happen. Yeah. Do you ever just like skate the site? Like I just go to the sites of the mm-hmm. venues I like. But, oh, yeah. Ugh, but isn't it annoying? I'll do this at the Santa Barbara Bowl. I'll do this in Ventura. I'll do this all the time. Constantly looking. And then all of a sudden a concert will happen. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that... What the f- when the fuck they'll just pop up mm-hmm. and I'm like a pop up show, I've been looking for months. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, something oh yeah, do. I'm like scouring the internet and then I'm like, oh Thundercat played in at Topa Topa. Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, when did that yeah. happen? The well, Lily that's why Bowl I feel like, like that happened too. to a lot of people with Packhouse because those tickets sold out so fast. Yeah. Um, I not for me, not me, honey. <laughs> you were uh, in that queue. I got two tickets. Okay. Do you ever buy? I mean, now you have a partner, so maybe not. I love to buy two tickets aspirationally. I don't know what that means. I love to buy two tickets, that not knowing not who the second person. No, not knowing who the second ticket is for. Oh, and then just figuring it out. No, definitely. Because they're always cool shows. I go to cool shows. Yeah, no, I've I have done good it. Taste. I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> that being said, I bought two tickets to the show. The next day, the next day, I'm talking to this person, and and they're like, "I'm so bummed out." That this Anderson Pack show is you, happening. You said, "Hear me out," and I was like, "Hear me out." Hear this. <laughs> Let me tell you. I just am going to make your year. Let me just year. say, I may have bought two tickets aspirationally. Would you like to go? Boom. Day made for that person. Day made for me. And now I have a I have a pal to go to the show with. See, sometimes I'm like, let's see who's doing well on the roster when we get closer. That's also true. That's also you, know? you know, we're going down the list. Yeah. Who do I like right now? Uh-huh. Yeah, I've had the tickets for six months. Who's pissed me off? But who am I bringing? We don't know until mm. the week before. <laughs> it's going to change because don't you hate when you promise it to someone and then you're like, but I've just found out that you're kind of weird or something. You know, it's like a new friend and you're like, fuck. Oh, Dude, do I want to travel with Jesus you? Christ. Yeah. It's so much. We're driving there. We have to get lunch. We have to get dinner. We have to come home. People don't think about the logistics. I got that. Dude, we've that. had a fucking mosquito flying around this goddamn mm-hmm. studio for an hour. Not anymore. You tell your friends. I've been trying to watch yeah. you. Like, <laughs> look, I feel like when we are recording, we are talking. We are talking with our hands. Like, uh-huh. we're truly excited to be here together. Uh-huh. But I've been like, we've both been like watching <laughs> this fucking watching mosquito. Slide. Like, how do we get it? Well, I we, got, you got it. him. He got got. He did. Uh, you ever kill a mosquito and there's like blood and you're like, uh, okay. Or like cool. when they're actively <laughs> going to town on you. 
Oh. Have you ever done that? You flex. If you flex while they're biting you, sometimes you can explode them. No. Yeah, it's the blood pressure. You've never done that before? Because you've given them too much blood. Yeah. Apparently, no. you weren't as sadistic of a nine-year-old as me. The river's flowing. Uh-huh. I'm like, eat up. No. Do you See, like that? I wasn't like a big <laughs> bug killer. I was more like, should I bring it inside and we could be friends? Should I show my parents? I'm a mosquito. No, but like any other bug. Mm, fair enough. Um... I have been, I don't know, like, we're we're low on notes. <laughs> we already talked about Marcella Shell, didn't we? A or little. You didn't go where you wanted to. I didn't go where I wanted to go. Take it, God, then. I love Marcella Shell with shoes on. I watched it six times, watched it again at movie night with all these friends that I've made from I was going to say, I was like, who the fuck Ooh. are these people? It's my new friends. I'm obsessed. Uh, I'm overwhelmed. What a, what a tr- yeah. I, <laughs> If anybody in the world didn't need more friends, I think it might be you. Maybe me. Oh, but it's so fun and they're so fun. And I, it's it nice felt wholesome and, and I gave single and it's great. It uh, gave wholesome vibes and I was like, yeah, I love this. It was really wholesome. We made a mega bed. Um. <laughs> I've so Ace and I not now that we have the king, mm. but before we because guys we used to sleep on a full bed. We would pull the full bed into the living room. Mm-hmm. This is what we did, like Loki all the time, and uh-huh. watch movies. And the dog would crawl up with us. Literally, like, what we did. It was a sectional in our friend's house. Um, someone brought an air mattress, and we just inflated it and sat it right in the middle. And it was mega bed. It was so like fun. ten by ten feet. It was so much fun. Everyone was there, um, watching Marcel the show with shoes on. I just started reading. Jenny Slate, aka Marcel oh, the Shell's voice slash writer. I just re- started reading Jenny Slate's book, Little Weirds. Um, I started today. I'm like 50, 60, 75 okay, I saw pages you in. You post a thing. I yeah. love her. I'm I already her. so deep. Um, really, really cool. I mean, if anyone's not seen Marcel the Shell with shoes on, it's this like beautiful, pure, wholesome, but also and hilarious, but also like incredibly profound um, movie that talks about everything from family to community to grief to all sorts of things. Um, cute on, as it's fuck. like so cute too. It's like the perfect delivery of these like heavy things typically through like a very lighthearted vanilla pudding setting, right? Yeah. And then she's written a book too, and it's the same thing where it's like I'm laughing at the same time as I'm like literally wiping a tear off of my yeah. cheek. And I'm like, it's just it's really cool. Um, highly recommend it. Little Weirds by Jenny Slate. Um, it's just this collection of essays slash like slightly autobiographical short stories. Short stories that. about her life. It's just it's really really cool. And I, I really love that. Enjoyed it. So that's my book. My book highlight of the. Week. I'll do a book highlight. Yeah, give it I to just me. finished Run Rose Run, which is co-written by Dolly Parton. Oh, it was like a big release last year, okay. or the year before, probably last year. And uh, I, I just have to keep saying. So I will listen. I listen to a book all the time, and I'm always have a book, physical book, to be reading. Right. So typically, I listen in the mornings when I work out, when I take auto on a walk. Um, and when I'm at the studio, ceramic studio, and then I read in bed every night or I try definitely mm-hmm. haven't been lately. But, um, for me, run Rose run was, I pick listens that I wouldn't typically read in my style. And I feel like that is the biggest hack ever <laughs> because it's still entertaining. It's still interesting, but I, but reading is hard to get through if you're not like fully into it. However, if you're listening, you can like follow the plot and understand what's going on and stuff. Without it being like taxing, if that makes sense. I agree. And it's also just like, especially for books that are, for lack of a better term, incredibly like aesthetic, like they have a feeling about them. Sometimes I have you to don't, listen. Yeah. I have like, to listen. Yeah. It's like sometimes. I don't like a wordy, too descriptive <laughs> yeah. book. So yeah, Run Rose Run is Run about. Rose Run. This. She also released an album with that, right? 
I feel like she released like a like an album. I'll have to check it out. Called but Red and Rose Dolly Rose. like is one of the voices. I think one of the country stars like was it Kelsey Ballerini or Wait, was it Dolly reads the audiobook? She is a character in the book, so oh. she she voices a character. Herself? Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. And it's very like a Dolly-esque character mm-hmm. who's like helping this girl down on her luck become like a star. That's cool. And there's like all these crazy twists and turns. It's also like the cheesiest fucking book <laughs> on the planet Earth. But then again, I'm like walking auto and crying and like <laughs> loving it and laughing and like being a dork. But I just finished that yesterday. That's awesome. And so if that's your style, like you love music books and mm-hmm. stuff and like a little romance and dolly parton national well, fucking tre- treasure i mean come on comrade parton she's incredible she's so yeah i just was like i'm definitely gonna listen to this it, it's a great listen and if you think you'd like to read it i suggest it it is cute cute it's i'm cute. ready um i feel like i have one i have two more notes what time is it we're looking good One eleven. yeah we could go to one thirty. We've learned okay. people listen. Um, I'll start with Kaylee Crane Fitness. I would just say that you know she's starting up again. She's doing classes in May. I think she took like a spring break and stuff. She's back. She also has like a huge library of resources on her website. Where if you just need something quick to work out at home and you want good music and you want someone encouraging you, fucking amazing videos. Mm-hmm. I've done them a million times. Um, it's also really fun to be able to pop into a, a class in person. I've been doing them with like Chelsea and Danielle. I try to go on Fridays. If you want to go and never have been, reach out. I'll go when you go. It's really fun. It's a cool way to meet other really great women. Mm-hmm. That's where I met Blair. That's so rad. Um, and a bunch of other like female friends that I have now. Um, I wish more men would come. Sometimes they're there. But uh, I heavily suggest checking it out and following along on her page, Kaylee Crane Fitness. Um, and, and then in the fitness conversation, <laughs> I have been in... Fi- have you ever gone to physical therapy consistently? No, not really. I've never I've never broken a bone or like okay. had a significant injury that wasn't treatable by like ignoring it. Correct. <laughs> well, when you're playing sports and you're young, like I remember spraining my ankle. I think I've sprained my right ankle three or four times now. And the first couple sprains when you're in high school, it's like you ice it and you stay off of it for a few days. And then you're just like mm-hmm. bouncing back. There's no physical therapy involved. No, like, I've broke... I think I'm okay. I, I like to say I broke ligaments in my hands. I'm pretty sure I just broke my fingers like, yeah. several times in yeah. high school uh, playing football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but no, I think I broke my And I was like, yeah, I had a fucking sh- like a a popsicle stick on it, yeah. literally, or and like tape. a metal thing. Mm-hmm. And I was fine in like three weeks. Yeah. Resilient motherfuckers. Well, I heard. So much I, I know. And, and the thing that sucks is that all those improper heels, mm-hmm. they're all coming back. It's crazy. I physically can't bend my hands. Very yeah. Much so it's like I sprained my ankle in June of 2021. I remember that. And it still hurts. That sucks. So I tweaked it. It's just like It's the same ankle as in high school. Yes. Mm. And when so those all those shitty heels are compacted on each other. Right. So anyways, this is me saying you should do physical therapy, but it's also mentally way harder than I ever expected. Mm. The first physical therapy appointment I told they said like I was like almost in tears. I'm like, I don't want to go. And I'm the first person to tell you to take care of yourself and go to the doctor. Physical therapy is amazing because you can help change the trajectory of your long-term health. Yeah. Like, do you want you can to make be it better for yourself when you're yeah. 60? Yeah. Like if you strengthen these certain muscles and these joints and stuff now, 
you can only be better later. Right. Do you want to deal with it later? I don't. No. So I hurt my hip last August. Okay. And I never really did anything about it. Is it the same side as your ankle? Yes. Ooh, fuck. And the same side as an old knee injury. Yeah, so my sucks. whole right side from hip down. And then a bunch of stuff just happens because you're yeah, favoring because a side it, and because. You fuck. Yeah. The athletes mm-hmm. in the room fucking get it. <laughs> Whoever's listening that's like ever had mm-hmm. these like little injuries. Fucking over, injuries. Yes. Yeah. And so my whole right side. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, you go to physical therapy and once i met my physical therapist she was amazing and it was really fun and she's great but then there was a day where i was like i just couldn't do a couple moves and i was like near tears and like kind of sassy and mm-hmm. like she's so cool and i was like i'm just having a fucking like i just hate it today and mm-hmm. she's like well let's just stretch and stuff mm-hmm. but it's just kind of like it's really hard to go i've realized to the doctor because they get to see everything and they get to tell you what's wrong yeah. well it's I, that same concept of like I don't know. Yeah, it's that concept of like not wanting to know what's wrong because that confirms Ignorance it. It's like Schrodinger's sprained ankle. Yeah. So guess <laughs> guess who didn't go to her MRI appointment? Oh, buddy. I yeah. Know. And we. I mean, we need to take care of ourselves. Is that the biggest fear for you? Like, is it before that's the worst? Like, like even get, making up the mind to go to therapy, or is it when you do um, physical therapy and sometimes you can't do the things you want to do? Like, I, what's the harder feeling? I think, like. I'm just stubborn. Like, I just want to be able to fix it myself mm-hmm. and, like, figure it out. And so, yeah, I was doing physical therapy. I was looking up stuff online and doing it later part of last year and yeah. then going to physical therapy with this woman and, like, learning stuff. But, like, the worst case scenario thing is, like, that you need surgery and yeah. you need recovery time. And I personally can't do, like, a bed thing. No shot. <laughs> no shot. So I'm just <laughs> ignoring it because, like, the thing that she thinks it is that we pretty much think it is is that the only way it can be fixed is through surgery however oh. you can strengthen the muscles around it of course that will always help it make it much better and it has there's days i feel zero pain amazing mm-hmm. and i also told her like it's so hard as a woman to place it for anyone a hundred percent for anyone but especially women to place a number on a pain mm-hmm. scale because i'm like well i have cramps that i think my literal uterus is bursting <laughs> and i am in more pain than i've ever been in and like I can't move and Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't even make the decision to take ibuprofen in those moments. Right. My cousins have seen it like, like this happens to women. Like you're just in agony. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, do you want, get the heating pad, get the ibuprofen. It's like, I don't even have the fucking mind to get there, you know? And then all the little injuries and like, I'm like, I can still move and walk and like, sure there's pain on certain days and stuff. So I'm like having this thing where it's like, do I even, am I worthy of surgery? Mm. Am I worthy of healing? Am I in enough pain to even like seek help? Cause I understand people's like pain. That's the other thing too, is like constantly comparing like my pain to others. And I'm like, well, I'm in a great boat. Mm -hmm. So why should I even like seek something better yeah. when I'm the boat I'm in is pretty good. We have that same conversation about mental health, right? Like that's like yeah. such a big thing that stops people from going to therapy therapy. It's the same concept of like, we have to humble ourselves so much in order to seek help. Um, Gosh. It's like fucked up and it's like, it's frustrating and it's like, there's an admission of incapability, which is so frustrating. Um, but like we, it's absolutely necessary that we do that in order to help ourselves and in order to make things better for ourselves. Well, it's also like extremely validating. Mm-hmm. I went and she was like, listen, she heard my knees and then she was moving my knees around and was like, your knees are 
fucked and then she was like something's wrong with your ankle and i'm like well i know that <laughs> so she was just like it's just so validating to be like i have all these little they're also like small right they're small they're, they're not big pains i can walk i can move everything's great i can run there's some pain involved you know here and there and so it's like it's so validating for someone to just be like no 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 this it shouldn't be this way right and you should have a pain-free existence if you can mm -hmm. you know like that's not available for everyone and i'm so able-bodied that it's like ridiculous and that's where i feel like the guilt comes in mm -hmm. and stuff but i was listening to a podcast kind of like what you were just saying where it was my favorite murder i've talked about this on the podcast i think before where she was like there's little t traumas there's big t traumas it doesn't matter which one mm. where you fall on the spectrum to walk into the room yeah like it doesn't matter if you literally just need to talk to somebody because you're sad sometimes yeah. and don't have a real reason or like you know you had a great childhood or whatever it doesn't matter like everyone deserves healing <laughs> mm -hmm. i think uh, yeah to, to compare ourselves to someone else or to someone else's experience like like you said like invalidates our own experience and like the fact that we are going through it and it's like happening in our body or yeah. in our brains like that is something that we need to address and it something also like that, isolates like, us yeah exactly and so like when you find that this isn't just happening in your head like there's so many like when i've first time i went to the hospital i remember like they f they found like this like thyroid condition that i've had forever and it's like hereditary and i've just been living with it but like there were all these things that they listed out that were symptoms of this thyroid condition and i literally every single time i was like i thought i was just an anxious guy i thought i just like sweated a little more i thought i just got you're fatigued like, oh faster my God. and there's like all these things where i was like dealing you're dealing you're dealing and it's like listen to yourself listen to your trust, body listen to your experience it. like assess things in a critical way i think that's like we're always really good at criticizing ourselves when it comes to how we enjoy things or like yes. how we find yes. gratitude or pleasure in things especially like, like i i always like if i find pleasure in something it's like okay but why what am i doing wrong to get there well right? also i'm like if I find pleasure in something, does it hit X, Y, and Z to be good enough to right. do consistently? Right. Yeah. And so it's just like that you were really good at all those things. And then we're terrible at assessing our own pain. Yeah. We're terrible at assessing our own struggle and our own difficulties that we go through and how we can help ourselves in those places. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's like a, it's a battle to be mindful of that. It's a battle to be like, no, I need to take care of myself, not just for myself, but for the, those that love me and the, that, those that I love. I was just going to say, like, there's only so many times you have the same conversations with the people that love you before mm -hmm. they start resenting it. Yeah. Because it's natural. They want to see you be better. And if they're going to be the shoulder that you cry on, mm -hmm. like, there has, they want to see improvement. They yeah. want to see you improve your life. Because these are the people that care about you. And, like, you need to, like, love yourself like those people love you if you don't, for sure, at the very least, right? <sighs> Um, I don't know if I can. Yeah. And also, like, we're not... I'm genuinely not talking about anyone specific. Right? I'm talking about myself more than anything else. But if you feel like I'm talking to you right now, that's mm -hmm. a fucking sign. That's a sign. That's a sign that you need to make a change. Yeah. And, like, need to address these things and maybe go to your support group find a support group find like people who care about you and are willing to walk through these steps with you yeah I think that's the other thing like part of being a friend for me like part of all of this is like one of the greatest joys I have is like being there for people and yes. being able to be that person for yes. someone that like shows them I don't know you just want to show your friends and your loved ones how much value they carry and how much importance they have in your life and in their own lives and like in the world and so yeah, like uh, we yeah, can't like show I said, up yeah. for ourselves or other people if we're not like at 100% taking care like, of ourselves. If this sounds like we're talking to you, 
We probably are. We probably are. <laughs> we love you. Get yeah. help, Get fuckers. Fucking help, dude. Yeah. Get come to us. Like it exists. seriously. Like yeah. it's it's uh it's not something that we fuck around with. Don't fuck around and find out on Don't that. Don't fuck around and find out. <laughs> fuck around and find out with everything else. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Total switch of conversation. First of all, I just noticed I have twenty two fucking unread messages all of a sudden. I literally have like fifteen. What? It's a group chat. It's a group chat. It's a group chat. But from who? I don't know. Uh, not mine we're not in the same we're group chat same. i was kind of hoping the three saddest words in the english language what group chat what group chat <laughs> um uh i was gonna say so speaking of group chats because that's why i thought of it i was like 22 messages i wonder if because i have officially selected my bridesmaids <gasps> yay and i was like i want to date when's the date when's the date october 14th oh yeah we're prime time i was like i wonder if they're popping off right now but it's not them <laughs> Um, but that was really exciting. I bought my wedding dress. Yay. Um, there's a bunch of shit going on, <laughs> but it's good. I'm happy with the wedding stuff. It's like very low level anxiety for me. I'm like <laughs> the rest of my life is what's important. Right. You know, yeah. like what's well, going on right now about that. That's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. Uh-huh. I can't, just can't hide it. You just can't hide it. I want to, <laughs> I don't know the I don't rest know. of it. <laughs> I'm on the spot. I'm wrapping this episode up. Could you tell? Um, yeah, I can. T- well, I can tell because we can tell because we're the same. But I'm so excited for uh, things that are on the lineup. I know. I think we're going to do what? Midtown Wines. Midtown Wines is coming Midtown up. Midtown Wines. Hot. We're going to try to do next week. My schedule's fucked, but it'll be fine. That's fine. We're going to figure it out. We will figure it out. Uh-huh. We shall prevail. Okay, so as usual, like, subscribe, share, write a fucking review. Mm-hmm. Text your mom or your dad. Tell them you love them. Text someone you love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you need to go to therapy, physical or otherwise, please do it. This is the sign. This is what you need to do. This is not... not Have yeah, you been waiting just, for a sign? It's here, babe. It's happening. Today's and it's like day. super fucking normal and great uh-huh. and hard and wonderful. Just like life. Just like life. Okay. okay. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.